0: Welcome to another edition of the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Tuesday, June 26th. I'm your host, Donald Ware. Hopefully you had a chance to join us on yesterday as we talked with the head football coach at at uh, Lincoln of Missouri. That is Stephen Smith. Right now, joining us on the line, as a matter of fact, we're going to take a look at the Bowie State Bulldogs, who, as a matter of fact, made it to the Division II playoffs, got an at-large Uh, birth as a matter of fact and hosted a first round game so this program continues to carry on in his now 10th season as the head football coach of his alma mater is damon wilson as he joins us here on the hbcu football daily podcast what's going on coach wilson uh welcome back to the football daily podcast
1: hey mr word thanks for having me and uh i'm excited to be back on your podcast
0: going into my 10th year yeah man 10 years You know, and I I can think back because it was a little bit, I'm not going to say a bumpy start. It just seemed like you guys would start out so great. And this was early on. You start out really good in the non-conference schedule. And then something would happen in the CIAA and you may finish five and five or so. But the last couple of years, you were really, really rolling, including last year. Yeah, you didn't win the championship. Nonetheless, another playoff berth. Your thoughts on 2017 for the Bowie State Bulldogs?
1: I think it was a great year. We accomplished a lot of things that uh, we set out to do as a team. Uh, No, we did not win the championship. And uh, one of the goals at the beginning of each year is to win the national championship. But I think uh, all in all, as a program, uh, we're going in the right direction. I'm very excited about the guys we have coming back. We uh, had a lot of individual awards and accolades received. uh, But like I said, we're, we're, we're excited about the 2018 season.
0: Man, I tell you what, the guy that's coming back was everybody's All-American. Our uh, National Offensive Player of the Year here at Box to Row in Amir Hall. The numbers absolutely really ridiculous. I mean, you talk about a guy throwing for over 3,500 yards, completing over 65% of his passes, 41 touchdowns. I think the more impressive number is the four interceptions, and he rushed for 433 yards and four touchdowns. Your thought on the play of Amir Hall last year. Coming off uh, a sophomore season, that was really good.
1: You know, Amir is a special kid. And uh, Coach Moses, we our offensive coordinator. And Tyree Reed, they do a great job in developing Amir. Uh, but Amir is a, is, a, is a great kid, man. Over a 3.0 GPA. Uh, his family did a great job laying the foundation, and he's one of those guys that's a coach. You just love having your program. You know, he's a guy you you can explain to something, uh, explain to him one time, he'll grasp it. Whether it's on the board or, or whether we're just talking through certain things, he's a coach on the football field, and that's what you want at the quarterback position. So we're excited to have him back. He's been working hard this summer and uh, trying to get better. You know, he, he's he's upset about those four interceptions. You know, so he want to <laughs> eliminate those four. And, 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 you know, had throw with no interceptions during the course of the season. But, uh, you know, he's a guy that we're
0: excited to have back. And uh, we look for more big things from him this year. No, you have an excellent coaching staff. So my next question is going to be, I mean, if I'm a layperson and I'm listening to this podcast and I named all those numbers from Amir Hall, mean, I mean, how much better can he be? What are some of the things that he has to work on to take his game to the next level?
1: I mean, you know, quiet is kept. Outside looking in, you think, he, you know, he had a, uh, an exceptional season, exceptional season, correct, but there are a lot of things that he missed a few reads, you know, whether, whether it was in our run game or in our passing game, and we want to improve on those, uh, you know, the turnovers were, in my opinion, as a head coach, we're fine, you know, five and under uh, from a turnover standpoint, but there are a lot of players that we left on the field that he wants to make sure that we, uh, we capitalize on this year. Uh, personally, he wanted to gain a little weight, so his goal is there now. Uh, his arm strength is another area that he wants to develop. Uh, and, and reading coverages and understanding uh, different coverages and, and defensive fronts is an area that he wants to continue to improve on. And uh, he's doing those things thus far this summer. And as uh, the coach, like I said, he's one of those guys that you, you love to have in the program. He's one of his uh, toughest critics, along with his dad. His dad is very tough on him. And, uh, you know, he's just a pleasure to have in the program.
0: Yeah, what did you learn? I mean, you, you you lose that playoff game. It was a home game. I mean, that's that's big for the program, big for the CIAA as a whole to be able to get an at-large berth and host a home game. You lose that game to Delta State 45 to 35. Delta State's a perennial, it's been a perennial power in D two. What did you learn about uh Bowie State football? Um, playing against a Delta State that, that you can now say, hey, these are some things that we need to do so we can sort of be that perennial contender for a national championship in D2?
1: Donald, the, the perseverance of our team, you know, it didn't surprise me, but uh, I think nationally we gained some respect. We were down, I want to say, 21 at the half, and our guys never panic at halftime. Those guys said, coach, don't worry about it, we'll be okay. We We ended up taking the lead, at some point in the second half of the football game, and, uh, you know, got, got a, a gave up a play here or there in the second half that ended up causing us to lose the ball game. But at the end of the day, the perseverance, our guys are never going to stop fighting. Our coaching staff, they did a, a great job making adjustments at halftime. And, uh, you know, we came out and, and had a, uh, a very competitive second half. But like I said, a team like Delta State, and, and, and to play with those guys and have an opportunity to win the ball game Shows that Boise State University, we're going in the right in the right direction. You know, we, we we we're on some uncharted territory, hosting a playoff game
0: at home. You
1: know, this is something that uh, that I'm excited about as an alum. Uh, but uh, at the end of the day, we want to win those ball games. But it's a great opportunity just uh to just to participate in the NCAA playoffs.
0: Doesn't that speak to how tough? the CIAA is because you didn't even play in the, in the championship game. You lose to, you know, Virginia state in the regular season who had an excellent year on last year. Also, doesn't that speak to how strong the CIAA is, particularly in the Northern division? Donald, this thing has, has, has switched a little bit.
1: When I first got into the conference, it was, uh, the Southern schools pretty much ran the conference. And, uh, recently the Northern teams have done a great job building their programs. But, uh, when I look at our conference schedule now, it's no easy win. You know, you've got to come ready to play every, every week. Uh, and I think the coaches are doing a great job uh, scheduling the non-conference games. That's helping us a lot. We had two teams in the playoffs last year. And I want to say for the last two years, or at least two of the last three years, conference uh scheduling non-conference games and our guys, our student athletes out get competing every week.
0: That the voice of Damon Wilson, the head football coach at Bowie State in his 10th season, joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Speaking of tough non-conference games, I mean, you open the season um, against Wagner. Then you're on the, the, the. and matter of fact, that's on the road, D1 school. Then you're on the road against Alderson Broaddus. Then you're on the road the following week against McKendry. And even though you open CIAA play in the fourth week, you're on the road again. Your first four games are on the road, kind of speak to um, the tough out conference schedule and then having to play the first four games away from the friendly confines of Bulldog Stadium?
1: Well, Donald, since I've, since I've uh, returned to Bowie, we've never uh, been scared of challenges, uh, whether it's a, a, an opponent and or the, uh, the, the, the mindset of traveling. We, we don't mind traveling. You know, it's football once you get there. Uh, it's a great opportunity to continue to build our team chemistry. So it's really important that this summer and our summer camp, the guys really get to know one another because it's going to be us for the first month of the season. You know, we're not, we're not going to be the fan favorite. We're not going to have the home crowd. You know, it's, it's going to be a situation where we really are going to need to rely on one another and our coaching staff to have a, a success in these games. Uh, like I said, we're playing a very good Wagner football program to open our uh, season and, and and I'm excited about the opportunity. We've pretty much played a one double A opponent at least uh, at least one one AA opponent each year for the most part since I've been there. And uh, you know I think I think it's great. You know those guys put on their uniforms just like we do. Uh, their coaching staff work hard just like we do. That's it's a great opportunity for our guys to to display not just CIAA football but Boise State football. So we're going to be up for the challenge. And uh, we don't we don't complain about four row games. It's just an opportunity for us to bond more. As a team, to get ready
0: for CIAA play, Robert Chesson, man, I mean, you look at his numbers: twenty-one rushing touchdowns. You're running back, twenty-one rushing touchdowns, average seven point four yards per carry. Just some uh, unbelievable numbers. How do you move on in 2018 with a guy like as great as Amir Hall is? You know, he could hand the ball off to Chesson, seven point four yards per carry. How do how do you move on without a guy like that in 2018?
1: I'm going to tell you the, the biggest thing is replacing those guys up front. Robert Chesson is a very special guy. We graduated all five of our starting offensive linemen. Uh, that, that's going to be our challenge this year is replacing those guys and getting the guys to jail uh, sooner than later. Robert Chesson, like I say, was a, the, is a very special running back who I believe should be still playing football right now. Yeah. Uh, and, and he was a joy just to be able to watch and play. I mean, he's a guy that didn't say a lot, but every day he came to work, ready to go, and uh, so we're going to have another guy or two that's going to be able to combine, <laughs> combine their skills to replace him, but we have to really focus on those guys up front and replace those starting 5 old linemen that we graduated, and uh, you know that's going to be our challenge, and if we can get that done as a coaching staff, I believe we're going to have success, it's just going to be another guy's name running the football.
0: Yeah, receivers I mean he had a plethora of receivers to throw to led by Brandon Britton who had uh, close to a thousand yards receiving I, I didn't have a chance to look to see if he's actually coming back but how does that receiving core look for 2018
1: looks well everyone's returning except for Brandon Britton he graduated as well so we graduated our five-hole lineman and Brandon Britton along with Robert Chesson but we have J- Jordan Clark, Kerry Polak T.C. coming back for this upcoming year Montez, Clay. So we have some guys that we're going to be able to throw the ball to. Uh, but like I said, we have to we have to protect those guys, uh, or protect the quarterback up front, which will give a mere opportunity to spread the ball downfield.
0: Defensively, what were your thoughts on the defense um, on last year? And, and uh, you know, a guy like Derek Tate, 17-and-a-half tackles uh, for loss, nine-and-a-half sacks, had 56 tackles, 38 solo for you. But your thoughts – on his play in the defense overall in 2017, and the expectations for this upcoming season.
1: Derek Tate is our leader defensively. Uh, he did a great job uh, last year. Pass defense, we finished with the number one pass defense in the country. Uh, we want to continue to to be able to cover the pass, but we want to improve our run defense. Uh, Derek Tate is going to be a big part in that. Uh, we lost a guy, Sean Copeland, who was one of our big guys that we, we, was in the middle and very. Uh, Instrumental in having some uh, some success stopping a run, but uh, I'm excited about where we left off this spring defensively. We had 11 heads to the ball, 99% of the time this summer and spring. I'm sorry, this spring and spring ball. So we're excited about those guys' energy. We're excited about their knowledge of the defense right now, and uh, I anticipate them to come in the summer with something to prove. Any time you're going against the number one offense in the country every day at practice, it makes you a better defense. And that's what they, these guys had the opportunity to do this past year. So I'm excited uh, for that friendly competition. At
0: Lastly, and we appreciate the time. I mean, you're an alum of Bowie State, so it's an easy question to ask. Well, you know, w- what does it mean and all of that to be an alum and the success that you're having? But what is it like being, from, being a Washingtonian, 10 years at Bowie State, having the success you're having? How much fun are you having with this right now?
1: It's great man uh, it, it's, it's a it's a dream come true you know you get a, a lot of calls and questions hey coach when you know when are you leaving when do you want to leave and I say it, it's no place like home but there's no place to develop an, uh, program like we have developed over the last few years and and, and I'm excited about the the, the future uh, we have a new president who's a who's a, a football person she wants she wants to have as the head coach in front of a new president. Um, we have a, a, a ton of uh, areas where we need to improve in, and I, and I see that she's, uh, she's willing to take the necessary steps to make those improvements along with our athletic director. Uh, this, this, is a, uh, this is an exciting time. I want to bring a national championship home to Boise University, and that, that's been my goal from day one. And when I said it, I think a lot of people looked at me like I was crazy but that's something that I really believe that we can do with the proper support. And I'm excited just to continue to move down that, that, that path.
0: No question about it. With your coaching and your staff and the quarterback in Amir Hall, you certainly have the tools to do it. Again, 10 years as the head football coach at Bowie State is Damon Wilson. Joining us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast, the Bulldogs open the season on Thursday, August 30th at Division One Wagner. Coach Wilson, we appreciate the time. We look forward to talking with you during the course of the season. Mr. Weir. thank you for having me. But we stayed a special season in 2017. Again, looking for that elusive CIAA championship, but I tell you what, if you can keep competing the way they are because that Northern Division is really, really tough. Virginia State, boy, I tell you, what what a phenomenal season um, Reggie Barlow put together uh, in his second year as the head coach of Virginia State, couldn't quite get over the hump against the Trojans. But again, it's big to be able to host a playoff game, and and not only that, receiving an at-large berth. All I mean, in essence, all the berths are at large. But you know, if you typically if you win a strong conference, then you're gonna get in, and to be able to host a game was absolutely phenomenal. On tomorrow's edition of the HBCU Football Daily Podcast, we're going to talk some Virginia Union Panthers football here on the program. Again, peruse our site, boxtero.com Stay on the site and look for some of our uh, some of the great articles and so forth. And don't forget to listen to Boxtero each and every weekend on a radio station near you. Have a great day.